get on Suburban and I've headed out to Waitaki Central Library in Henderson to check out the Broken City exhibition which is featuring as part of the 2019 Festival of Photography. It's a celebration of graffiti writing and it's really awesome to arrive here on level two and see the vibrancy of the exhibition and some of the moving images. And I'm meeting with Dina Jacobs who's the curator of the exhibition and also a member of the West Research team the Pōkōkiri Rangahau Māori, she's of Ngāti Rangi descent and um, it's really a pleasure to um, spend some time with you Dina, kia ora. Kia ora Sue, yeah, so, thanks for um, coming out. Oh yeah, no, it's <coughs> a pleasure, it's always good to come Westside. Um, so what can you tell me, tell us about this exhibition? Uh, so um, every uh, year I suppose there's an expectation from our West Research Centre to display items from our collections. Uh, this year fell within the Auckland Festival of Photography um, time frame so we'd been approached to submit something as we had in the past mm -hmm. um, and because I've been working with the forum collection which was based at Avondale with Bobby Hyung, um, Melissa Lang, Dennis Brimble, yourself, Sue Berman, <laughs> um, Jill Leary and a couple of others um, in creating, um, create some or take in some of their content. Yeah, it was cool, eh? It was yeah. sort of around that wall and <laughs> the infamous wall in Avondale. <laughs> yeah, so that's, and that's a really great great space for writers yeah. um, who are coming up or practicing and visiting artists as well. So I Auckland doesn't have very many legal walls and that's one area um, that they are able to paint. Um, and Bobby's just done some amazing work for that community and for the graffiti community. And so um, the idea came that perhaps there was enough content to have an exhibition um, as part of the Auckland Festival of Photography. Uh, Jamie McCready is my partner and he's a photographer. And so I'm, I'm aware of his archive, so his graffiti archive that he has. Mm. Um, and spoke to him about potentially putting some items in for the exhibition, which are in our larger gallery space. And then Bobby, the forum collection, is in the smaller gallery space. Yeah. Yeah, the real-time videos are a really clever capture, so they're just a really um, kind of, yeah, pioneering, I suppose, documentation and oral history. Because there was so much content um, from the forum event and the other event, Buff and Burn, uh, the idea was to choose seven for the smaller room, uh, which was really hard, so I did it per photographer. So that's the other, that's the other confusion, I think some people are having is that the content is graffiti but it's actually part of the Auckland Photography Festival so it's the focus on the photographers. So the smaller room I've um, made into panels per photographer and so if they're not labelled out there that's because the photographer is unknown but they're photographers from the forum and buff and burn events. Um, the publications that sit along them uh, one is from Melissa Lang at the Buff and Burn, so she's got Creative Commons licensing for that, so there's a free booklet and publication. And the other booklet is from Graffiti Writers Photography. So they're in there under their pseudonyms, under their mm. writers' names as opposed to their real life names. And what can you tell me in terms of, you know, you're working a lot with, with collections here at, at Research West and part of the Research and Heritage um, documentary team about a collection like this. Like, why why is it important that we have an opportunity for people to? I think it's if we think about collections in 
50 years time what that might look like. Um, I know that a lot of our current collections are from the 50s, 60s, so there's a lot of things around the Kodi logging, um, Te Kawaro Amaki on archaeology, the Daichi Diamond Collection is a really good one. Um, this, this just captures a certain time now, so in 50 years or so it'll be like, oh, might be regarded as something like the JT Diamond Collection, mm -hmm. I suppose. So it's just, yeah, again, recording that, that heritage, and urban heritage as well, so. Because mm. cause it does, you know, the, um, the walls that the writing is on and the landscapes that they're kind of sitting in is as interesting as the actual graffiti art and the styles of the writing itself, hey? Yeah, so Avondale, for example, has, has got a, quite a big history, and I think there's a poster in the smaller room that just gives a little bit of a contrast of what was there 50 years ago, so it's the old Avondale Hotel. Um, Jamie's collection, for example, he has a lot of the Oriental markets, so it's pretty pretty run down and um, destroyed, but in the background, and some of them are just in the collection as well. It's like old cars or mm. old buildings that aren't necessarily there anymore, and you can kind of get a sense of where it is, but if you go there today, it's completely changed the landscape. So I think, yeah, I think so. It is, it is important to start capturing things now because in time they will be part of that heritage. If people, you know, people who are coming to see the exhibition, if they um, wanted to make a kind of a contribution, are, are we open to contributions? Yeah. I'm, I'm mindful that there is a lot of uh, material out there already. So methodically trying to work through different processes and capturing that. I know, like for example, Jill has an archive herself, which, which would be really great to have in this collection. Jamie's got a collection. Um, Raymond um, Ramoni's got another part of a collection. And I'm also mindful that uh, the TMDs, the most dedicated, one of the most prolific graffiti crews, um, mm. they're also creating a movie for next year with the Dallas Museum so awesome. there's a lot of work going into that so there is a potential to collect but um, just trying to be selective on what we collect because there's just a lot of content out there mm, mm. Uh, and, and, and the process is coming into an organisation like this as well um, and that the collection is actually seen as contemporary. It hasn't reached that heritage documentation um, <laughs> status that I think yeah institutes like it, like it to have. So it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because you know, um, as we are doing contemporary documentation um, in this born digital world, there is a whole lot of um, I don't know preservation and kind of ensuring that that it stays okay through to being able to say, well, hey, it's seventy years old or it's fifty years old or whatever. And um, yeah, you know, I the potential I, for loss, especially like yeah. I don't know if anyone was doing any VHS, like whether that was a format that people were recording and that stuff's real vulnerable so now. Jamie's got a VHS collection that he's just um, turned to digital. Mm. It was a laborious process. I'm sure if you talk to him about it, he'll be happy to share <laughs> that process um, because it had to be, it's done in real time, so you can't speed up the process. But that, the born digital stuff is, is yeah, is a, is a concern because again, if we think about putting it out into the ether, it's becomes open source yeah um, and so there's those sorts of yeah and I, I think for a lot of like if I think about a graffiti writer their main aim is to get recognized and to get fame by seeing how many times they can be viewed or put up and so the internet is just another vehicle to allow that to happen mm. 
Um, some writers though have turned it into a profession and so the, some of the older stuff they might, may not be so proud of but it actually helped create them to be the artists they are today. So there's lots of, yeah, lots of those sorts of contentious issues to deal with. Even this exhibition, I think Jamie selected a lot of tagging and so if you go into the bathroom at the Waitakere Wahine toilets, there's a sign saying, please do not tag in the toilets, so we send all tags to the police station. So there's, I was like, we can't have tags in the exhibition. He's like, but this is it. Like his, his thought process around why this particular tag was a really good one was made no sense to me. So right. visu visually, I'm like, I, I like the bright colored ones. And I, so that's, if you come into the exhibition, you'll see a lot of color. Yeah. And to differentiate between a scribble or a tag um, as opposed to a throw up or a full coloured piece. So, and I, I know there are some, some purist um, graffiti writers out there, and I'm sure Gasp um, and some of the other writers, and Bobby and Askew, will have views on, on the value of tagging as well. So, mm -hmm. not to dis disregard it, because um, most writers start tagging as right. a tagger. Yeah, to yeah. develop a, st a sort of a style or a. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's, um, that's real interesting. Cool. Thanks so much, Dina. You're welcome.